Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless fearless beer review. We get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to. Jeff's new record store, Desert Grooves Records, out in Arizona. Check it out. Uh, And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, and five stars only. Please go do that. All the social media is at Asinine Radio, and that's all I got for the boring intro. So let's get into our fearless beer review. What do you got this week, Jeff? Oh, Go. man, that was pretty boring. I have I have another fire. Ooh, Same thing every every week. It's the fun packs, dude. You buy the fun packs. Napoleon? No, I meant what you say, what you say. <laughs> what? What did I say every week? Well, don't be boring every fucking <laughs> week. Boring. I don't say it every week. Jeez Louise, lemon squeeze. Remember when, you, when I made you do the intro the one time and you I couldn't even it. get through it? No, I slayed it. Are you kidding me right now? Are you joking <laughs> my ass? Come on. Uh, that's something you didn't do is slay it. I don't know about it. I have another Firestone Walker IPA, which I guess you don't like this brewery. That's fine. This one's called Mystic Shadows. Okay. Okay. Mystic Shadows. Okay. 6%. And um, I don't know. It came in the fun pack. I've never had this. I've never seen it. I like this. I like the artwork. It's just like a kind of like a psychedelic 70s like wizard looking guy. And he's got like a staff and he's opening up his arms and it looks kind of cool. I dig it. What's it called again? It's called Mystic Shadows. Okay, let's see if it's like it looks like it could be on the uh, inside cover of like um, like Houses of the Holy or something, like kind of like the same color, okay, and rocks yeah. and everything. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. It's PC. I like it. I've never seen this one. I've never even seen this variety pack. I didn't well, even know they had a variety pack. It's a fun pack, so that's why you've never seen it because you're not fun. So um, I don't know. <laughs> you're so annoying. It came with this hop. Hopnosis or hypnosis or something like that, hip hop mm-hmm. anonymous, and then it came with Union Jack. Okay, yeah, I see that. I see that on the uh, on the variety pack. I think we had was 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 Union Jack the first beer we all had when we were at the brewery. Yeah, because that was the first. I think that was the first beer we ever had from that brewery ever, even prior. <clears throat> yeah, but that was like the one that we we went out of our way. Yeah, we like, okay, we all have to do this. That's like their flagship beer. Let's get it done. We got an. I think what we did is we got the the Union Jack. We got an eight oh five because it's just ah uh, the eight oh five. We got the eight oh five was first. Was it first? Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, whatever. Fish, 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 fish. I do remember going out to the bars that night in that air in that city, and eight oh five was everywhere. Like just advertising, the beer was everywhere. It, it's all over. I forgot even what what town that is, but Paso um, Robles. Yeah, Paso Robles. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. So you got the, you have the um, this uh, New Zealand IPA limited release. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I um, I went uh, I went relevant and I went um, I went with an Orange County brewery. Fucking and, brewery uh, X. Here we go. Brewery X. Here brewery we X, go. But, I, but also I got a fest beer, uh, a Bavarian style fest beer lager because you know here in the United States it's Oktoberfest. It's passed in Germany, but that's what we're doing right now here in California. Um, it's Fest Beer Ja, that's what it's called, with an exclamation <laughs> point. It's a cool label, you know, the Bavarian flag colors, that 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 blue. And um, I don't think I've had this on the pod before. I know I've had it before. I've had this at the brewery before. But, um, yeah, I'm ready to start drinking. So, you ready? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Here we go. Wow. That's 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 good. That is good. So what do you think of uh, of your New Zealand IPA, which I've never heard of New Zealand IPA, but yeah. What do you got? So, so this is just like a West Coast IPA. It's, it's, it's just dry. But I do, there is a, is there is there a word for it or do people just call it dankness? Because this beer, there's, there's some dank in here. I mean, I just see, see dankness as like hoppy. But like right? dank specific to like, like it tastes like pot. It tastes like, like. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Uh, there's there's a dankness to this. And that's really that's really like the defining characteristic of this. I don't like the dankness. 
I like in anything. It's just, just kind of not a not a taste I enjoy. So I don't okay. I don't really I don't really care for this. It's not it's not a drain pour, but I mean this is not even a two. This got to be this has got to be like a one point seven five one point five. <laughs> okay, so people listening who don't know about our uh, world famous yeah. three point rating system, three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. And you gave this a one point seven five. One point seven five. 1.75. All right. Very good. Very good. And I think yours is a 6% from what I yeah. what I see here. Um my uh, my my Fesper, yeah. This is uh 5.8%. It's actually kind of high for uh for a Fesper for a lager like this cuz lagers usually around 4.5 to 5, but um this is good. I've had this before, like I said. Um I think Fesper is really good. It's a really good lager. It's like a full-bodied, little bit dry lager, not like doesn't have that sweetness that like Budweiser does, which I do love Budweiser, but um, but no, there's there's the right amount of dryness in here, and this is um, once again, man, Brewery X knocks they they knock it out of the park, even with the Fest beer, they could do anything, they could brew any kind of beer, and it's fucking good. It's well, true. It's insane. It's fucking insane. It's like pizza, baby. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, for the most part, for the most part. But yeah, not a lot of breweries um brew Fest beers. So and even the ones that do, it's been like it seems like it's been like a more popular in the last few years. Hasn't always been that way. So, uh, yeah. Anybody listening to this, uh, if you have fest beer where you're at, let us know because I'm curious if this is popular in other areas or countries or wherever you're fucking like, listening. Like a fest beer in general type or this specific brewery X? No, no, fest just beer. a fest beer, just the style, the style oh. of fest beer. I'm yeah, curious I, how popular it is elsewhere. I mean, obviously in Germany it's going to be popular, but. I mean, like everybody, everybody has fucking fest beer. Red House, like that so? was, we all drink fest beer at the Red House. Um, we did. No, you're right. We that did. shit was fucking good. It was really good. Good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Um, did Raul? Oh, uh, with my fest beer, I'll give this. A, I'm gonna give this a two point five or two point seven five. Fuck it. I'm I'm feeling generous today. Damn. Two point seven five. This is just a really good good lager. Um, Raul did not leave a review on Beer Advocate for mine. Did he leave anything for yours? No, I think mine's honestly like just too new. I'm sure yours is too, but yeah, yeah, it's just too new. And he's too I, think old. Mine, I think this one came out last year. Um, yeah, I think it came out. Oh, it was it was first input into uh, Beer Advocate in October 2021? So it's two years old. But yeah, he, surprisingly, he has not said anything about this, considering he's slipping super hyper local. So that's also another reason why I chose this beer. Like I said, super hyper local. Super hyper local. Um, let's get in. So we good with the beer? Yeah. No, that's it. Okay. Let's get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we've been listening to, uh, stuff we picked up, anything new. Also, uh, like I said, your, your, your new record store, Desert Grooves Records, huge you shout out in out. Chandler, Arizona. They also sell online. They also mail stuff to you. So if you're interested, hit them up. But anyway, so what do you got this week? Go. I think these are all upgrades. One, two, okay. three, four. Yep, these are all upgrade, baby boy. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The first one is George Thurgood and the Destroyers. You know, I love my boy. This is his first album. Yeah. George Thurgood and the Destroyers. George Thurgood and the Destroyers. That's the name of the album. <laughs> but uh, the song that I chose is one of two songs on the album that are just like his original compositions. Everything else mm-hmm. are just covers, um, which is normal for blues artists like this. This uh, this came out seventy seven. He'd already been touring, doing things several years prior to this. And I recently just got into Hound Dog Taylor, like last mm-hmm. year, I think, or this year, sometime recently, the next year, or the previous year. And I guess George Thurgood was like a like a roadie for Hound Dog Taylor, and that's where he learned a lot of like the slide guitar. And then um Hound Dog learned it from like um Elmore James and it's just I love that. I love that slide sound. It's just very it's very like yeah, Chicago I love bluesy. The slide it's it's, it's it's boogie, it's fun, it's rock and roll, but it's not like kind of like Chuck Berry rock and roll. It's just very like, I don't know, underground blues. I love it. But I love George mm-hmm. Surrogate. I fucking love this album. This album is phenomenal front to back. It's, uh, God damn it. So, this has Right on Josephine, that, that oh, song. God. You love so that song. Annoying. I know you love that song. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> God His damn. guitar tone, man. The guitar tone on this song was amazing. It was killer. Whew. He I'm uses kidding. those. He uses those big old fucking F cut guitars, dude. That you like those stupid ass <laughs> looking ones. But 
<laughs> he's just God. He's so good, dude. He's so good. He's not. He's not like this virtuoso that's super crazy. But like the dude's got some soul, man. The dude has got oh, some for soul. Sure. And he just he oh, he's so good. I love this. I love this song. This song's like seven minutes. Delaware Slide. This is the last song on the album. It's his original composition. Um, I don't know. Would you ever get this on the vinyls? I don't think I would. God I don't think I'd damn. Ever to it. That's insanity. <laughs> that's Lynn sanity right there. Well, that's Jesus on the no no list. Christ. You, you keep all that. those stupid fucking corn records, but you wouldn't get this. <laughs> you keep was bodies like, by AFI, but you wouldn't was get like, this. If it was like three dollars, I'd take it. I was yeah. gonna say I, we have a we have clean copies of this for five dollars. <laughs> Make it four bucks and, and I'll take it. I'll Dude, take this it album is so fucking good. I would just skip uh the Josephine song. Right on Josephine. You can't. That's I know I can. I would. Oh. I would skip it. That's wrong. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next Absolutely thing I got here. Next oh, also, also people what? listening, what? we we can we're what? we're no longer allowed to play music. So if you want to listen listen to these songs, there's a playlist in the description of this episode. Spotify playlist. Go check it out. Continue. Okay. The next thing I got here is an upgrade, a big upgrade. But the Grand Illusion by Styx. This is the only album by Styx I own now. And I really do mm. like this album front to back. I got rid of everything else. Even my like early wooden mm. nickel stuff. I got rid of everything. But like, damn, I just I love this album. I think I think it's kind of separated in two parts. Like the first side, like try or side one is just like it, dude, it's all just like pop bangers. And then side two, which is funny because you put one of their on um, yours as well. I side did. two it was gets a, a little coincidence. A little deeper cut-ish there. But like, dude, you just like this record's fucking perfect. This record is so goddamn good. And the copy that I got is this audiophile series pressing from 79. It was pressed in Japan, but it was released through like A&M in Canada. It's the Half Speed mm. Master. And it's just, it sounds phenomenal. And it's autographed. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember you told me this about is this. autographed, baby. Not by Tommy Shaw. It's autographed by the rhythm guitarist, uh, James Young. So who cares? But And since when have you ever cared about um, autographs? I, I don't care about the autograph. I care about the, <laughs> the audiophile version of it. But it, just, it was cool that it was also autographed. And that was, that was kind <laughs> so of funny. Silly. And it's like a 79 press. Like this, this audiophile series, they've been pressing this shit since like the 70s, even like early, early 70s. And that one came out 77. And the version I have is 79. So that's what I got. That's all right. Good. Very good. Very good. Obviously, my favorite song is Come Sail Away. It's my favorite song of all time. But I didn't choose Come Sail Away because <laughs> that would have been too easy. So I chose Fooling Yourself. Cause that the circusy, the circusy part. God damn, it's good. It's fine, but it's good. It's real circusy. Real, real circusy. It's just, it's so, it's like the perfect combination of like prog and just straightforward, like arena pop yeah oh. that's true well, oh that's very, so very true baby girl you let me know all right <laughs> next thing i got is the yardbirds the adbirds i had um okay rave up I had, a, I had i had a beat up shitty copy of rave up and i do like this album um for a couple of reasons one because i think it's just interesting and then mm-hmm. two i think it's a, it's just a good solid album so this one has that like the last of Clapton and like the first of Beck. So you have studio with Jeff Beck and then you have live things with Clapton and the song that I chose, I'm a man and I chose the Beck version and I chose the Clapton version. So you can kind of compare the two. The Clapton version is live. So he kind of goes off and noodles a little bit, but damn dude, like Jeff Beck is just, it's like night and day. He is so much fucking better than Clapton. (laughs) Yeah, like Clapton left this band because he was all mad. Like, oh, you guys don't want to fucking just do blues rock anymore, so I'm gonna leave. And like, okay, well, fuck off then. And they got Jeff Beck, and like instantaneously, they're like, oh, we can go into like a cooler psychedelic sound here. We can do anything we want to because this guy's not a fucking tool. And like, yeah. my God, dude, even that 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 live version with Clapton's good. But then you hear like the studio with Jeff Beck, and like a minute into it, he's already doing shit like you haven't heard in like mid '60s. Like, you fucking kidding me? Come on. <laughs> I know. I. I mean, once again, Clapton, he's overrated, man. I don't I don't give a fuck. He's overrated. He is. I don't care. Yeah. But damn, dude, this this album this album's solid. I really I really like it. And yeah, I don't I I did just listen to this record maybe a month ago. Mine's pretty beat up, but yeah, I I did just listen to this one too. And I don't I don't hate Clapton. Like I don't think like he's a shitty guitarist and, and no, I don't think you do no, either. No. It's just we just 
we don't like him in, in like a macro sense. I like like certain things I love him in, but other than that, I don't give a fuck about. Well, it's like Cream. He's definitely not the best part of Cream. No, he's the worst part of Cream. Yeah. Um, his solo stuff, whatever. It's he's a killer fucking guitar player, but his songs aren't that great. I don't like what any it comes of his to. solo stuff. I just I don't yeah. I don't like any of it. But you don't like Tears from Heaven? Come on, no, that's like the worst <laughs> of it. <laughs> you don't you don't like crying when you listen to music? No, no. <laughs> you ever seen that movie, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas? Yeah, I, uh, no, but I know of it. Ryan, I saw it in theaters the- and we cried. But um, it's about it's about like Holocaust, and it's about this little boy who befriends a Nazi boy. And like the the concentration camp boy convinces his friend the Nazi boy to come to the concentration camp with him. And by the time his like mm. Nazi parents realize he's gone, he's going into the gas chambers and he dies. But it's like you know that's going to happen, and you know it's going to be a tearjerker. And then you still cry. But it's like man, that's just such low hanging fruit. I it is. I just, it ugh. is. It's cheesy. But it got you. It got it you. No, I cry. Fuck yeah, I cried. It was sad. Hell yeah. Yeah, it does sound really sad. It was, like, it was like objectively like, aggressively sad like right Ryan, Ryan and I left both the theater we were just, like we looked at each other we knew we were crying we're like I don't give a fuck dude that was sad <laughs> <laughs> don't give a shit Ryan, but Ryan does cry a lot in movies he cried at the end of Terminator 2 that's just silly um, <laughs> that's just silly he cried during Up that was still one of the that, that I had, experience I had tears of joy I had tears, I had tears of joy during Up because everybody was crying, and that lady was making so much noise next to us. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so fucking funny. Dude, she I mean, it's just... a sad movie, but damn. But like, it's it's. <laughs> I, I cried an up because like I was I was happy for this couple that they experienced like a really really good life together. Yeah. Whereas like in again instead of like a like a like a sadness about death, it's like a celebration of life type of thing. But that's that's I don't know. Whatever. I digress. <laughs> More Clapton here. <laughs> I upgraded my copy of, of Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. This is just fucking mm-hmm. mint, dude, this copy that I got. So had to keep I this one. I didn't even one. know you like this record. It's Dude, this is a good record. This is, I don't think this is Clapton at his best. I think his, he's at his best. I think the best thing he's ever done in a band setting is Blind Faith. Everything yeah, else I, I think is, is at least good. But this one's got Dwayne Allman. And this is when Clapton and Dwayne Allman became like really good friends and you don't fuck around Layla. Like Layla's a banger of a song. It's, a, think, it's a great song. You yeah. think like you've been like, oh, Layla, like I've heard it, I've heard it. You know, like like, like White Room and, and shit like that. Like You listen to Layla again and you hear like the layering of the guitars and like Dwayne Allman's in there. And like, holy shit, man, this is a really good song. Like even even how played it is, it's fucking phenomenal. And then, I mean, like that's, it, that riff, like Dwayne wrote that riff. That's Dwayne Allman's riff. Really, I didn't know that. Even like Clapton it's a good said, riff. yeah, that's Dwayne Allman's riff. Dude, that song is a fucking banger. Absolutely. It is a good, yeah. yeah. Did they, so that, I'm, I mean, I knew Clapton was, on, this is his thing, but I've never taken a dive into the into the album or anything. But they, they is this a proper record or is it just a collection of songs? No, this is a proper record. So like, like the whole thing with like Blind Faith in that super group. So Clapton played this group called Delaney and Bonnie. And he was like, Oh, I kind of like how there's like a rotating thing of Delaney and Bonnie. Like everybody was kind of coming in, helping out. So he wanted like this to be that he wanted this to just be like this, this conglomerate of local musicians that come in, do a track or two and then leave. But he's, he would be like the, the consistent member. And then he also wanted this to kind of be like his, his, his kind of like subtle nod to the fact that he's falling in love with George Harrison's wife. And, oh, and okay. like the whole like like Layla, what's the girl's name? What was Jordan Harrison's fucking wife's name that he married? I don't remember. Yeah, whatever the fuck her name was, Patty Boyd. So is like, okay. yeah, so like the song Layla is is his like he's singing it to Patty Boyd while she's married to George Harrison. Like he's falling in love with her, and and this whole and the George Harrison didn't even care either. So that's just a weird dynamic between all of them. Um, but yeah, Derek the Dominoes, the name came because right before the show, the right before their first concert. They didn't really have like a name set up and they were just going to call it like something stupid. But someone someone had called Eric Clapton in, in Blind Face. Someone had called him Derek. Like Derek Clapton is like a joke and they call him Derek. And hey, let's just call it like like Derek. And then they said, well, let's do Derek and the Dominoes. And that's how they formed the name. And okay. then it just, beca- it just became too much for him. And especially because like he was like knee deep in fucking just crazy, crazy drug addiction. And then not long after this even like kind of came out, that's when Dwayne Allman died. And that was kind of like, cause like him and Dwayne Allen became like super, super close friends. 
and like Clapton idolized Dwayne Allman, which is I think is just so fucking funny that the whole Clapton is God <laughs> motif is so much bigger than the fact that Clapton idolized Dwayne Allman. Yeah. And God Dwayne damn, Allman, Allman is, is so much better. He's such an underrated guitar player too. He's just he's not talked about enough in like the, no, the, not at the all. gods of and, and I just it's it's sickening. It sickens me. It's a real yeah, this is, a, this is a, this is an actual output. It's a double LP, so there's a lot of songs on here, but I don't think it ever gets boring. And Clapton sings, he sings a lot, and I don't think he's like the greatest singer because I think he's extremely vanilla and just, yeah. just straight up milk toast. even some of the way he plays. <laughs> but everyone else on here is fucking, they're really good. Like Bobby Whitlock, fantastic. Jim Gordon on drums, fantastic. Like This is a good album. This is a good album. I you know it, it's an album I see every record store I go every record store I go to I see it I've just I've never I've never listened to it I've never cared to listen to it um, I don't know maybe I'll give it a shot I mean I like the song Layla everyone likes that song God it's so but good the rest of the record I, I I don't I have no idea no idea what it sounds like dude well, I just saw this article that that Zach Wild had said that the the first metal riff of all time is from um, is from the fuck is the ding 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 oh um i'll be with you darling why can't that what is it yeah i know i'm having a brain fart too sunshine of your love jesus christ oh yeah 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 okay yeah i was like that's kind of true that was like 1967 68 i think but would that was that you really think that's the first metal riff dude that is fucking heavy it is. Yeah, that's. I would. I would yeah, say that's, that's a pretty. That's, pretty that's a pretty along. aggressive fucking riff there. That's cool. Yeah, 1967 that, that came out. That was yeah. God damn. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like Clapton. Clapton has like those those times and places where it's like, dude, you are fucking, you are like one of the best. But overall, but you just put out too much chud. Milk toast, as you would say. He's very milk toast with like <laughs> glimpses of, of of godliness. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, what you have one one song left? Yeah, one song left, and I'm done. What do you got? And then then you can close more doors. And the last thing here is Run the Jewels three. <laughs> Run the Jewels fast, fast. Run the Jewels three. Uh, yeah, third album, 2016. I just I got I got an OG copy. Not that it was like, ah, difficult or whatever, but it was just it was kind of cool to see it come in. I was like, oh fuck yeah! Like clearly, I'm going to switch the two out. So this mm-hmm. is uh, this is the first run. It's on gold vinyl. Comes with the stickers. Ooh, nice. Comes with the posters. Comes with everything. But butts are for pooping. Butts are for pooping. Yes. But I noticed that on side three and four, the first songs per side, they. They like skipped and it was kind of, I was like, what the fuck is going Ooh. on here? So I was really bummed. Not, I mean, not like that bummed because I just switched it back out again. But then I looked at the vinyl and it's like got this super slight warp to it. I was like, fuck, dude, like, how do we miss that? Like, that's some Bush League shit. And it was so <laughs> slight, dude, so slight. And my, my record player is a little more finicky than, less forgiving than it used to be. So I took it in. Mm. We had this record flattener in the store. Fucking put it on overnight or I, we, we put it on during the day and let it cool overnight. So I put it at a low temp and I let it bake in there for like six hours and fucking just it flat as a pancake and plays flawlessly. Damn. <laughs> That's so unreal. Dude, I, this, this, <laughs> this record flattener is fucking unreal. It's so goddamn good. Best investment ever. That's cool. I, I've, I have several warped records that I would love to bring them to flatten out. I should give them One to them? me when I come and then I'll flatten them out. By the time you come back, they should be all good. Oh, that's a good. Yeah. One of them's a corn record, though. I don't. That's all. That's our only rules. We don't put corn records in our, our flattener. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a corn record that was warped. And then when I when I emailed emailed them about it, they said, "Well, we don't have any more of that variant. Sorry, we can't help you out." So, there you Bummer. go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that sucks. That does suck. I mean, I I can I can flatten them, but we'll talk about that later. But I um. <laughs> Yeah, I just I I chose Call Ticketron just because it's it's such a dumb fucking song and it's I mean, just like God, I can't believe how catchy that song is. It's a top three song, for sure. It's just like right off the bat, that's that that ticking sound, that ticket 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 ticket, that that roulette <laughs> dares type sound that's going on there. It's just it's instantly catchy. Yeah, yeah, and just the way it ends too with the the announcer at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Or yeah, it's just wait, is it Madison Square Garden? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Live from the Garden. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Live from the yeah, Garden. Yeah, that's I love Cult Cult Ticketron is is definitely one of their best for sure. Walking in the snow, fuck. I Just listened to RTJ four this week. So, yeah, God I mean damn like, that motherfucker cold. What? It's it's funny because because uh, this this one also has like my favorite my favorite lyric that that Killer Mike's ever done, right? And that's mm-hmm. uh, what the fuck song? I think it's I think it's Talk to Me, which is Militant Michael Michael Psycho. That like the way he says that, I think it's just so fucking good. But then there's also like another line prior to that that I that I caught on to this week and is rap terrorist terrorized tear it up brought gas and matches to flare it up but the way he says oh, it it's good. so fast and there's so much alliteration that it it blurs into just one mush and it, like it takes you a second <laughs> to even like figure out what the fuck he just did to you and then by the time he figured out he goes into the militant Michael Michael psycho and it's just like oh my god dude what he just did nasty <laughs> it is it's oh god dude. what like what did you just do to me <laughs> And so with our with our upcoming uh, album of the week next week, I'm just in like full blown hip hop season. Yeah. Hint hint, we're doing a hip hop record. Hint hint, we're doing a hip hop yeah. record. God damn. Um, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Man, I, I when I was listening to called Ticketron today, uh, when I was listening to the song, it just the 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 combination of LP's beats with Mike's Killer Mike's vocals is just perfect. Like you can't have a better a better marriage of sounds than than killer mike and lp's beats it's perfect absolutely perfect lp really is like like you need lp in there you need his his compared to mike you need his boring delivery because you can't just have all killer mike is like berating you beating you down like it's nice (laughs) to kind of kick back and like really like you can understand lp the whole time he has a little bit slower gait it's easier to digest and I think it just it perfectly like kind of like calms you down, lets you off your guard a little bit. And so when Killer Mike comes in, it just like fucks you comes up. Comes in hard, yeah. Like what's Tom's good about verse and, and I miss you. Like that's that's how I think of it. I mean, even still, LP has a nice. He has a good commanding voice. It's fine. He really does. Yeah, no, it's good. But it's great. Just comparing to Killer Mike, it's just not fair. Not fair at all. It's just oh, this, man, this it's match good. made in heaven. Like these guys were, were meant for each other and just didn't know. That's like the Mark and Tom of fucking hip hop here. <laughs> yeah, no, I I would agree with you on that. Yeah, well, it's it's perfect. It is perfect. When the jewels live at the garden. Let, 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 let live at the garden. Live at the garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Okay, cool. Is that all you got for the for the vinyls? Yielder, that's it. All right. Uh got I didn't get new vinyl this week. I just Picked a couple things that I hadn't listened to in a while or are relevant to this upcoming week. Uh, we'll start with the Bouncing Souls, um, you know, because we're seeing the bounce. We're actually Jeff is coming out to California this weekend, this coming up weekend, and uh, we're gonna go see the Bouncing Souls at the Observatory in Orange County. Anybody listening wants to go, just just go, come with us, hang out, just have go. a couple beers, <laughs> you know, just just skip. go, yeah, hang Looking out. Get at you, Skip. Yeah, fly over here, get a plane ticket. It's not that expensive. Um, you know, you have a place to stay, free place to stay at my house. First beers on me. First beers on us, free place to stay. Um, got four, four bedrooms here. So come on, come on over, come on over, baby. Um, Bouncy Souls. So yeah, I picked a kind of a more obscure song, more obscure album, Anchors Away. Um, I did, I did actually listen to this record too. Um, this is, this is really it's a for, it's a slept on record. It's a really really good record, but it's unfortunately it's not one you would you would think. Oh, I want to listen to Bouncing Souls. I'm going to listen to Anchors Away. It's always like if you're on like a binge, a Bouncing Souls binge, this is like the third or fourth one you're going to throw on. Um, and it's a shame because it's a fourth really one. really good record. And uh, my one of my favorite songs by them is on this one. It's Blind Date. It's just one of their faster, more aggressive songs, especially this deep into their career. It's definitely one of the more intense songs. It's catchy. The drums sound nasty as fuck. Um, I think like, I think this is a great record. I think this could be their heaviest overall song. They have some heavy stuff. I think so too. Like in their first several records, but then like they don't kind of like match the pacing. But this yeah. one's just like heavy through and through, and there's not like a strong melody. It's just aggressive. So I think this may be like their most aggressive song. I, I think so too. I, yeah, because everything is if, if it's aggressive, it's fast. You know what I mean? Like East right. Coast Fuck You is is it's it's heavy, it's aggressive, but it's also a fast punk song. This one 
this one has that, but it also the the breakdowns in, in Blind Date are really really fucking heavy. Like chunk so. song, chunk songs are the dan 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 dan. Yeah, but then it turns into like just a normal punk song. <laughs> which they do that, all the time. That heaviness, like this is like no, you're right. it's, it's probably their heaviest, I would say. Yeah, that's true. I so go back to it from time to time. Like if I'm in a, if I'm not in, a, if I'm in a bouncing souls mood, this is just not going to make the cut. It's just not. But sometimes I get like into a deeper cut record listening mood, and this would be like one that's, of the first ones I put on. That's exactly what I did. I, I was kind of I was in that mood. I was like, let's listen to records that I don't really go back to often, or I haven't gone back to off or, or at all before. So yeah, that's where this one fell into place. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great record yeah. though. I, I love I, this. This is their best artwork too. The Anchors Away art. <laughs> I mean, love that. It's not like saying much. I don't think any of their artwork. I think it's is so especially cool. like good. No, just, this is this is no. This one's good. Well, I don't know about I don't know about that. Come on, it's good. All right, uh, the next one here. Uh, I I I love this record. I really do. I think of this but, is only the third time I've listened to it, and it's uh, Limp Biscuit. Their latest record still sucks. Yes, it's a bootleg because they've never officially pressed it. Uh, it's on a nice bright pink vinyl. It sounds good. It sounds really, really good. It doesn't sound flat. It's dynamic. It's not. It, it's not. It's uh, It's a really good pressing. It's a really good pressing, especially on that pink vinyl that matches the cover really well. Uh, and Limp Bizkit, man, what is it, 25 years in, and they come out with this record, and it's so goddamn good. Turn it up, <laughs> it's bitch. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I put Turn It Up, Bitch uh, on the playlist. I mean, just right now, this this song really just stands out to me. It's just so fucking good. That the we we did this record on the podcast, but really the, on this particular song, it's the that girl, the girl vocalist who or I don't know who she is. We were never able to figure out who the girl is, but she just has that one line. But the way it's like kind of staggered out, it sounds so fucking good. Mm. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but um, dude, this album is yeah. fucking fantastic. I, I still it still blows my mind. This is like one of their best albums they've ever done. <laughs> I know. This is this is my second favorite Biscuit record. So but, yeah, I mean after yeah, I listen, I agree. Significant other still sucks. Well, I agree. No. Well, I, I think you meant to say three dollar bill, y'all, and then yeah, still third sucks. Best. Yes. But I, I did throw on. I was I was I was in a Biscuit mood. So after this, I threw on Chocolate Starfish, and I threw on three dollar bill, and uh, yeah, dude, it's it's good. It's good stuff. Love this band. I would I would honestly say underrated band. Um, they really are. They really are. They they, they got shit sure on so much. They got shit on so much over the years, and it's cool to see that like you know people have come around to them now and and actually kind of respect them, um, in in a broader sense. But it's like, dude, where the fuck were you fifteen years ago when they put out Gold Cobra, or whenever they put that record out twelve years ago? But I don't know. It's good stuff. Limbiscuit forever. Um, I don't know. Get into it. Check out the their latest record. Still sucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, this leads into the the last song here. Um, I put this on here because, well, it sticks. First of all, the album is the Grand Illusion. Uh, this is only the second time I've listened to this record since I got it, and this copy is pretty beat up. There's quite a bit of um, um, surface noise, and no, it doesn't skip or anything like that. But honestly, I don't know if I'm going to keep this record. Oh, I really don't know if I am. I think Miss America is their best song. There's this, nothing. I mean, bro, come on. Who are you trying to impress here? I, I, it's do, okay. I do it's love okay. Come Sail Away. And and the only reason why I I think I will keep it is because of Miss America and Come Sail Away. Otherwise, the record is just, it's, it's goofy. It's kind of goofy. I just, I don't know how much, how often I'm going to go back to this one. And I have two other Sticks records and I'm probably going to purge them. I'm going to listen to both of them. Um, oh, fuck. What are they? The the snake one. What's the snake one? Snake. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is that one called? The Serpent? The Serpent is Rising or something? Like the, that's like the second record or the third record. The, that's the one where, where it's like the really bright the really bright cover. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. It's a, it's a redo the one of you, the original cover. Yeah. 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 The Serpent is Rising. Yeah. The, from the, their third record. Which other one so I have, have that one. I have uh, Pieces of Eight. Uh, why? Just because Renegade? Yeah, because Renegade, and then I think I got it for free. I think I just got it for free. So, 
and I did listen to Renegades again. I'm like, oh, that song is it's good, it's catchy, but dude, Renegades kinda, a fucking cheesy. banger. It's kind of oh. cheesy though, man. It's kind of cheesy. You just you're just you're uh, you're on one. You're so on I, I'm one. gonna give I'm gonna give Pieces of Eight and and Serpent Is Rising another listen, but in all likelihood, I'm gonna purge those two. And I Serpent Rising is great. Grand yeah, that's that's a good one. That's that's pre Tommy Shaw. That's just good, good like prog rock, hard rock. That's solid. Well, see, yeah, you turned me on to that record because you said, you know, a lot of people shit on it because they, they really do. And um, and I did. Li- I remember when I got it, I'd listen to it and I actually really did like it. It's good. But then after but then after hearing Grand Illusion again, after not listening to it for so long, I thought oh, maybe the other ones aren't as good as I re- as good as I remember, I should say. It's just so. so like there's 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 Tommy Shaw sticks and there's not Tommy Shaw sticks. That's really mm-hmm. that's really what's happening. And then Tommy Shaw sticks is like the grand illusion like that's like the peak tommy shaw era of sticks and then and then pre pre that is very proggy very hard rock sounding even like even like their first album kind of psychedelic at times their first four are fucking great like i think they're fantastic true prog rock albums and the <laughs> i'm looking at the covers for the early records man of miracles the one with the wizard oh that one's and he's so up, good i love that one he's that holding up the solar cool system. cover just based off of the cover, I want to listen to that record. It's a that's a good that's one. That's a cool cover. And then the first the first record, I don't even know what it is. It looks like, oh, like, like in a, a cave. Like a, in a cave, yeah, yeah. It's weird. That's that's cool shit right there. That one took me a long time to find an OG copy on the original wooden label nick or uh, wooden nickels label. I think I paid like fifty bucks for it too. Some stupid amount. Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's yeah, Serpent Rising is good. It doesn't sound I'll, anything I'll like Tommy to Shire sticks. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't remember what it sounded like. But it is kind of nice. It is kind of cool to see that people hated it. Um, It's kind of like, you know, Caressive Steel, like with Rush, like we've talked about before. Yeah, that's but, that's stupid to me. That's just dumb. I don't understand that. What? How, why people you hate Caressive Steel? Caressive Steel? Oh. No, I thought you meant The Serpent is Rising. Oh, yeah, it's just not that good. It's it's a good listen. I'm glad that I've I've listened to it. I'm glad that I've had it, and I, I'm glad that I've spent time with it. But it's it's just meh. <laughs> just meh. <laughs> I digress. All right. Well, that that's all I got. Miss America. I actually, I, Miss America. That song is just, dude. It's so In fucking America. good. That 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 chorus when they when they're like they scream Miss America. And then Tommy Shaw comes in and he kind of does this like aggressive thing with his voice. It's, man, dude, it's so fucking good. That song is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Incredible. That riff too. Forget about it. It's a good, it's a good song. It's better like than Come Sail it, Away. It's, that's stupid. Don't, just, 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 let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> this is dumb. You're just saying hurtful things just to be hurtful. And it's just, it's just not gonna, it's not good. All right, yeah, let's move on. Um, so along with, you know, the songs that we already talked about, uh, the songs, some new songs came out this week, and these new songs will also be in this playlist that I that I mentioned earlier in the description of this episode. Um, so yeah, let, let's get into some new music that came out this week. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold, um, they put out a remix with the band Pussy Riot uh, for their song We Love You More, but more is spelled M-O-A-R. And it's pretty much, they pretty much took Mr. Shadows out of it for the most part, and they put her in there. Uh, they also changed changed some of the song a little bit, like toward the end, but it's pretty much the same song with different vocals, and this is really good. Did you like this? Or did you Here, listen to it? Here's what I liked, here's what I didn't like. I didn't like, okay. just, if, if you're going to like modulate him that much, just take him out. Or, yeah, or, that's true. Or do your own thing. But I knew going into that more, Senator, more, I knew it was going to be one of them doing it. And I love that part. That part I was like too, yeah. that was like made for like a female vocalist like that, like a female punker. That part was made for that. So that yeah. I loved. I just didn't like that they modulated his voice. It's just like that's just that's just dumb. I don't like that. I agree. I agree. They they should have taken it out completely, or just made it like you know as background vocals. But whatever, whatever. I I thought this was really good. I playlisted it. I was really I was really surprised how much I enjoyed this this remix. That was good because usually remixes suck. But um, but no, this is really good. So we love you more with Avenged Sevenfold and Pussy Riot. Check it out. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two, dance with did you me. Clap again? Not, or did you clap? I did. They, this is another new song <laughs> they put out. The new record comes out October twentieth. Um, hint, hint. Um, podcast the new album soon. 
Dance with Me is a new one. Uh, the video they put a video video out for it as well. It's pretty much like a recreation of uh, Ramon's video, which was uh, well, that's, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the song? So if you just take out the beginning part, that that spoken word thing, yeah, then the song stupid. the song is perfect. It's perfect, and yeah. I love it, and I think it's amazing. But damn, that beginning part is fucking dumb. I don't, it's really dumb. Why did you do that? I know. Cheesy. I agree. But yeah, the song's I, I don't wanna, great. I don't want to get too deep into it because obviously we're going to break this song down when we yeah. do the record in a few weeks. Hint, hint. Um, but yeah, the song, I just, every song so far, I don't care, even one more time. That's a good fucking song, man. I fucking it's a love good song. that song. I don't, I, yeah. Dude, fuck that. That song's banger. <laughs> I, uh, there's a Twitter I follow. It's it's a Blink-182 fan account, but it's Blink-182 Italia. They're like one of the bigger fan accounts because they post a lot of good shit. And um, they uh, Blink just played in Italy uh, two days ago, I believe it was. And they played the th- the four new songs that were, let's just say the three new songs, One More Time, More Than You Know, and this one, Dance With Me. And all the videos I've seen from it, every single person in the crowd is singing every song, every word to every song. That Even would, Dance With Me, it, it's only it, at that point it had only been out for like three days. But everybody was be, singing. That would be us, right? That would, that would be <laughs> I mean, yeah. same. But it was just, it was cool, man. It just, Blink, I just, I never thought I would see Blink get this big again. You know, following them from Enema until now, and Enema and Toypaz really being their, 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 the height of the band, I never thought I would like they would ever get to that point again, but that's really where they're at. Like they they've transcended the the nostalgia and they're putting out really good catchy music. It's 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 fucking insane. It's so fucking great. Yeah, from from music that people honestly just poo poo away. Yeah, and yeah, I I I think it's great. I think these guys are are, are they've always been fantastic and like they write their own shit and they don't fucking until recently they don't have people come on and and ghostwrite and help them out with stuff and they've they've always i don't know they've always put on a good show too just like the metallicas of, of pop punk no that's that's you're right you're right you're totally right uh but yeah we'll get more into that we'll obviously going to take a huge dive into blink 182 like we do every time we're going to rank all their records again Dude, like four times so. a year like every season we do it i feel like <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> i think we i think we've ranked their records probably like seven times <laughs> Uh, so but our rankings change but our like, rankings do they, change it, they change like 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 minimally it's, it's usually like the bottom ones and the top ones change <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> so yeah stay tuned for that one it'll be uh it'll be an episode that's, that's for gonna sure. be an episode uh next song comes from this band called power up never heard of them but it, it features death by stereo it's called corner office this is a banger too did you this listen good did you listen to, to their other songs I did not know. <laughs> this band's fucking rad, dude. This band's pretty they, goddamn okay. good. Yeah. I mean, I really like this. This song was. I, I playlisted it. I play. I actually playlisted all the songs we talk. We're talking about. Oh wow. Um, yeah, this song. This song was. It's a great hardcore punk song. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I loved it. it. I, have you heard of this band before? No. Yeah. And I thought. I thought like. So like on the title, it says "Power Up" featuring Death by Stereo. I was like, "What is this going to be?" So another like. I don't know electronic thing. That's what I. That's what yeah. I thought it was going to be, and then I saw like the, they're all kind of just like fat white dudes, and I was like, okay, this is going to be weird. And then it was it was this, and I was blown away. <laughs> I know, right? It's not like what Atreyu's been doing with like all that dubstep electronic shit with their already yeah modern <laughs> shitty music. This is um yeah, this is excellent. It's called Corner Office, Power Up and Death by Stereo. Check it out. Uh, and then the last thing here, this one surprised me too. I'm going to actually listen to this this new record. And that new record did come out this week. It's Corey Taylor, singer from Slipknot, put out his second solo record. I forgot what it's called, but it just came out this week. CMF but this new two. song. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's what it is, CMF2. So um, stupid. But yeah. uh, this, this song that I put on here is called All I Want Is Hate. And uh, it's fucking aggressive. Has some weird guitar solos in it. it there's some good shit on this fucking song. It's killer. It's I, not I, like, yeah, this is fantastic. I'm, I'm excited for this album. And it doesn't sound like Slipknot. Like musically, it doesn't sound like Slipknot. It's more. It's more in the vein of like thrash or hardcore punk. Yeah, it's very it's punky. fucking good. It's very very. And the last song we are, I think it was called "We Are the Rest" or "We Are Rest." I don't. Know. 
I don't remember, but that was last week. We talked about that, and that was a killer fucking song too. So I don't know. I'm definitely gonna give this record a listen. Was his was his first solo album like this, like diverse and, and punky? I don't think I listened to it because the few songs I heard from that first record I didn't like. I thought they were bad, so I didn't bother with the record. Um, but now I, I'm actually gonna go back and listen to both of them because hmm. because I the songs that I heard before were more in the vein of Stone Sour, and I just don't care for that fucking band. Um, but but yeah, I mean if if at least, if even half the new record sounds like this stuff, I'm stoked. Yeah. Good playlistable songs right here. It is. It's, it's, it is. It's solid. It's all solid. It's good. Yeah. I like it. So check it out. Um, and then, yeah, that, that's all that's come out for uh, with uh, for new music this week. So um, Record Store Day, they released uh, the list of records coming out on Black Friday of this year. Was that November 25th or something like that? And um, it's, as per usual, it's pretty much all chud and garbage and stupid shit that nobody really wants. But uh, there's a Limp Biscuit record, and it's yeah. uh, live at Rock'em Park in Fuck 2001. Yeah. So the set list is fucking killer. Uh, the height of the band right here, I mean, just peak stardom. You know, they were just on top of the fucking world. Dude, one the of the biggest bands of in the, the fucking best world. right now. <laughs> they were one of the biggest bands in the world at this time. God. Um, playing Rock'em Park. So I'm curious how this is going to sound. Um, and I, I'm curious if it's even actually sanctioned by the band, because it could very well just be a you know, a, 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 um, a label thing. And it could sound like shit like the, that live Slipknot record I got like a month ago. It's not the best quality. And it really, it's, it was a real shame. It, it was honestly really disappointing. And I'm hoping that this, I won't feel the same way about this live record. It's, but. it's pressed. It's pressed by culture factory vinyl, which okay. like, I don't know. I, I, on the Steve Hoffman forum, some people liked it. Some people didn't like what they put out. But I I would think a band this big, with that big of a board, like they had to have accumulated enough quality tracks to make one good like release. I think yeah. I think something this big. I think I think this is gonna sound great. I mean I hope so. But then it's also like how was because you can go watch the the live video on YouTube. You could watch this pro shot, and I'm curious. I I mean I hope it's not just a rip of like just the video i hope it's a uh, i hope it's an actual board mix of from that show but then it kind of makes me wonder were they i mean this is over 20 years ago i mean were they actually keeping for a band like this were they actually keeping the board recordings yeah i just don't i don't, I don't know yeah. oh, really? you think these, so these fucking yeah these people like when there's money involved with these people they keep everything i suppose i, I mean i hope everything. so i hope so just even like listening so, to the Office Ladies podcast, whenever like Jenna Fisher would talk about how she wanted to keep that Pam painting that she that her character Pam did, mm-hmm. and like like just they keep fucking everything. Like no, you can't have that because we're gonna we're gonna store it away in our fucking lot, and then maybe we'll use it at a different time. And she's like, well, let me just fucking keep it. Like I my character painted it means a lot to me, and they wouldn't let her keep it. She stole it anyway, or actually somebody else stole it for her. But like yeah, dude, these fucking when there was money involved, all these people they keep everything. I hope you're right. I do. I really hope you're right because I hope this is a good recording. Because otherwise, yeah, yeah. embrace the hype, bro. I'm fucking stoked for this. I don't want to. I'm curious, like, how many stores are actually going to get it? Do I have to show up early? Because I don't want to go wait in line. I did that last year, and it it sucked. I didn't even get what I wanted. I don't know, man. You're not going to get it because you you have to like apply to be on the record store day list, right? Yeah, we already sent them an email. They were fucking responded, so. We're for sure not a part of Record Store Day. This upcoming one, I don't even really care about Record Store Day, to be honest. It's, it's a, yeah, it's fucking I fucking stupid. hate it. But you get free indexing with Google. Like, if people are searching for Record oh, Store okay. Day titles, you come up as a Record Store Day record store. So there's no reason not to do it. Yeah. It and fuck makes record it worth day. it. Damn, I was going to say just order two. <laughs> I will be getting this, though. Yeah, I do. I do. I do want <clears throat> this. I do want this. Uh, and then the last thing here, our boy Tom DeLong, he uh, he put out his very first feature length feature film uh, called Monsters of California. Uh, he filmed this in 2020, I believe, or 2019 and 2020. And um, yeah, it's finally out. Um, it's I think it's Amazon only in Prime. like yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. You could rent it or buy it. I think renting is like seven bucks, and then you could buy it for fifteen. So I'm gonna rent it. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna buy it. 
Uh, unless it's actually really good, then I'll why don't you? Oh, why don't you just wait until next weekend and we can watch it together? Oh, that's a good call. How about yeah. that? Fuck yeah, let's and do then that. We can split the cost of the rent. That's I'm dude. Three dollars a rent. Yeah, three fifty. Or some Domino's. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you joking about oh, this dude, right I'm, now? No. E- oh, even better. Fucking Tony. We'll get Tony's. Oh, baby girl. Yeah. Don't get tease some Tony's. Me. Deep dish tease. pizza. Don't tease me. Some deep dish pizza. Oh, I'm I'm down for some Tony's and then yes, Tony's. watch Tom's movie. It's Tony. You know who Tony died? He did. Yeah, he died like a year ago. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was Tony. Did their customer service anyway. increase after he died because he was a dick? <laughs> I haven't had it. I haven't had Tony's in probably two years since we Ooh. did that taste test Ooh. between Tony's and Rance's. Super hyper local, I know, but yep. whatever. Um, but yeah, maybe some Tony's. Watch some Tom DeLonge. Um, yeah, I, I, I have I have pretty low expectations for this one, but um, but yeah, let's go okay. check it out. Monsters of California. I think it was released in like 10 theaters across the U.S., um, but they're like in random areas like Newark, New Jersey, um, like cent- somewhere in Central California, just like random fucking places. They're not random. Uh, they're all exactly five miles from reported alien abduction sites. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that'd be fucking sick. <laughs> that, that would be kind of cool, right? Like That'd be pretty meta. Like that'd be, that'd I, be I don't cool. know. Maybe that was like a thing he did. I mean, that'd be fucking rad. Because it does, the, you saw the list, right? The list of yeah, cities. Yeah, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Because you would think it would be like San Diego, LA. That's what I you thought. Know, the, San Diego for sure. But not not even like a, like a, like an outlier. It's like a suburb, you know, like Escondido or Poway Oceanside. Or nothing. nothing, you know? Yeah, nothing. But whatever. Whatever. We'll, we'll watch it and we'll, um, we'll get back to you on this one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got for this episode. You got anything else? Uh, that's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Go to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, tell all your friends, and uh, that's it. That's all.